The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. Still to come on the show, we have Fleetwood Mac tickets to give away today. Plus, Mike Reno from Loverboy will join me in just over an hour's time. Loverboy playing at the River Cree uh, Resort and Casino tonight. Before we get to our next guest, just a couple of comments on the text line coming in about the uh, the provincial budget and the impact on, on, on city finances. Uh, this one says, remember when City Council spent all that money installing a gazillion street signs, confusing the crap out of drivers and only to turn around and remove them after complaints of how unsightly and unnecessary they were? Yeah, you remember that? That was over on uh, 106th Street on the south side. Uh, the texter goes on to say, yeah, maybe they shouldn't waste our tax dollars on stupid, wasteful things like that. And this one says, Jay, the problem with the new government is that they've come in with hammers, yet uh, Kenny wants a good relationship with the feds there's so much tension in the air right now and I said yeah and I would agree with that there's a lot of tension and uh, having said that though I'm not going to blame it all on the provincial government switching gears for uh, a little bit just yesterday I had a frustrated member of Chedville text in uh, about the long wait in line at a drive through at a Tim Hortons that he was at. He was wondering how much longer he'd keep going to Timmy's for, for his coffee fix. Well, he's not alone. The company has struggled over the past couple of years. And there are many that say if it doesn't start getting with the times, that struggle could get tougher. Uh, Devika Desai tackled this issue in a National Post article this week titled A Cup Half Empty, Tim Horton Struggle to Stay Relevant in a New Generation of Canadians. Welcome to the show and correct me on how to say your first name. I apologize. <laughs> I think you actually got it right. It is, def- it is Devika Desai. No worries about okay, that. Devika. Thank you for having me. <laughs> Devika, thank you so much. Okay, so at, at one point it seemed Timmy's was it. Everyone went there. It was simply a Canadian staple. That's not necessarily mm-hmm. the case anymore, as as you found out when you were writing this article. What happened? So it all seemed to start in 2014. Um, before that, you were absolutely right. Can, uh, Tim Hortons had branded itself as, I think, the Canadian place to get a coffee or a donut. But um, in 2014, um, they, were, they were acquired by Burger King, and in turn, they formed um, the new this new company, Restaurant Brands International, and I think from there in the next five years, there was just a series of cost-cutting decisions that that I th- that just seemed to uh, break relations between the company and different franchise locations. Um, it seemed to sort of, I think, sort of it it just sort of. Um, uh, yeah, just just sort of like distance, distancing themselves from franchise relationships, franchise relations, um, started distancing themselves from their own from their own customers, from their own public, and all of that was played out on a public platform yeah. through the media. And I think it just it just kind of uh, um, I think the image that they wanted to portray just kind of contrasted um, with what was actually happening. And I think in the end, that sheen of you know we are Canadiana, we are we are. Canadian was just it was just lost well and and that's it right when you have when you have a a controversy or a fight or um, you know a controversy play out in the media like that and often you know Mm -hmm. with companies yeah sure um, that that's not that's not great uh, 
promotions or marketing right there. You talked about um, uh, then how, you know, it kind of took the shine off the Canadiana. So the company then decides to announce a, a new marketing strategy called Winning mm-hmm. Together and then return to, you know, oh my gosh, the tried and true. And I get sometimes, you know, they can get, you know, depending if, you know, what kind of day you're on, it might be get you a little teary or whatever, the hockey, the, the you know, the, the moms at the hockey rink, you know, get, you right. know, Sidney Crosby involved, that sort of stuff. Is that getting old? Is that just getting old? Do they have to try something new? From what I've read, I think to an extent the strategy that they're putting in place has it has been working to an extent. Um, I think um, just based um, on I think the different polls looking at I think their rank as you know an influential brand in Canada, it seems like they have made somewhat of a comeback. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you are right. The thing is that times have changed, and um, and I think just going back to that same story advertising using hockey stars is just. It is working, but it's not necessarily keeping an image with what Canadian society represents today. Um, I think when I spoke to one of my sources, they even said that now, you know, just um, we have we have so many people coming in, so many people coming in from different countries, so much immigration, and getting to the point, it's getting to the point where I think the face of Canada has changed, and I think it's getting to the point where you know the whole the old ice rink hockey story is just. It, it may not be as relatable anymore. And so it's just a matter of trying to figure out how how to win back their old customers, their old demand, but at the same time, I think, reinvent themselves to kind of fit in with current times. It's It's been interesting um, that, so Restaurant Brands International Incorporated is the is the parent company. And um, the from, from, from your article, uh, sales at Tim Hortons um, fell 1.4% in the last quarter, but the revenues of the parent company are up overall, thanks to showings from Popeyes and Burger King, which restaurant mm-hmm. brands also owns. Right. So at first glance, you know, is 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 it is it just is it Tim Hortons? Is it the parent company? Um, you know, what is it? The, what's the difference between maybe something like Popeyes and Tim Hortons? Why is Popeyes doing so well and Tim Hortons isn't? Um, so I think it's a I think it's a combination of the two because I think the reason, like I said before, the reason you know their reputation just you know seemed to have just crashed was because of all these different business decisions that mm. I think that that had been carried out by their parent company, right? Um, but at the same time, it seems that just when it comes to Tim Hortons specifically, when it comes to I think the quality of their food or mm-hmm. you know the way in which they they roll out new products, it it doesn't really seem to be working. So I think, for example, I think when it comes to Burger King or Popeye, I think both companies have been lauded for, you know, their chicken sandwiches or the Beyond Meat burgers, yes. I think especially Burger King. And Tim Hortons has, I think, made that effort to kind of bring themselves up to speed. I think just about a month or two ago, they just introduced their own Beyond Meat products. But the thing is, they were a little late to the game. Yeah. And um, while they, and if, if you're going to be late to the game, as one of my sources said, then your product needs to sort of make up for that. And the thing is that there's nothing about their product that that really distinguishes them from their competitors. Well, and it was it was um, odd, it was odd too because that Beyond Meat thing at Tim Hortons seemed to do really well um, to mm-hmm. begin with, then it just disappeared. Then it disappeared. It's not on the menu anymore, mm-hmm. is it? 
And I don't know. I actually thought it was. I feel like I, wish I, I thought still I saw there? it. I think early this okay. week. I could be a hundred percent wrong. I actually have never tried the product. <laughs> Me neither. Um, <laughs> but so here's but, the thing. How do you how do you balance this this you know the 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 consumer maybe the older consumer maybe the baby boomers who have been mm-hmm. going to Tim Hortons for such a long time with with the millennials and um and 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 maybe that younger crowd you have to make it relevant to the younger crowd to keep being successful and i'm not sure right. that they're doing that that is i think that's the million dollar question i actually asked all of my sources that question and i think they all just agree that it is it is kind of a matter of keeping that delicate balance between trying to figure out how to reinvent yourself but at the same time keeping this you know trying to maintain this brand legacy and i think to an extent that they are trying to do that i think to an extent um like for example if you um with with the with the launch of the innovation cafe in toronto mm. which is more of a boutique joint you know the 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 vibe of the cafe is different it's been repeated with all these gourmet donuts yeah. all these italian sandwiches um these different specialty drinks it is more in keeping with millennial trends and what i think both millennial and gen z populations are kind of looking for yeah um and I think on top of that, they also did announce, I think as part of their winning together strategy, sort of this, I think this $700 million renovation of all of their locations, um, which I'm hoping is a way of just, you know, making not just the product attractive, but also just, you know, the actual location. It's it's a way, I think, of getting customers to actually want to stay and have a coffee with their friends rather than just grabbing it on the go. Uh-huh. Um, so you're right. It is very much... A delicate balance um i think in one of my conversations um someone actually mentioned you know just just kind of capitalizing on what their strengths are and just kind of taking that forward so when it comes to tim hortons their strengths has always been coffee and donuts I think mm. specifically donuts so i think um they mentioned something like trying to offer funkier options with their donuts, something that's again more in keeping with current trends like matcha donuts or lavender donuts you know <laughs> something that that's popular to oh, people nowadays. You know, uh, Devika, yeah. I got to tell you, I mean, the, the donut stores in town, kind of those more uh, trendier ones are, are doing mm-hmm. great here and uh, they're fantastic. I, I would agree with you 110%. Want to thank you for joining <laughs> me this afternoon. I appreciate it. Have a great weekend. No worries. Thanks for having me. Yeah, you betcha. That's uh, Devika Desai. She is a web producer at uh, the National Post. And so one of the, the reasons to, you know, it's interesting to have this conversation and someone texts and says, oh, do we have to have a ta- conversation about, you know, Tim Hortons? Yuck. But, I mean, when you have a company that has ranked consistently in kind of, you know, for a very long time in the in the top 10 of, you know, most, most trusted brands, uh, Canadian brands, the most, um, you know, can- yeah, the most trusted Canadian brands, the most kind of Canadian brand, and then it drops down there. It's a, it's a bit of an interesting study in in marketing and 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 how you have to adjust for the times you know when you have all sorts of different coffee shops uh, popping up now and i know a lot of you say oh no hey i'd rather go to mcdonald's or starbucks or whatever i'll be honest with you i i'm i i like tim horn's coffee uh, i know a lot of you don't i like tim horn's coffee starbucks isn't my deal i am not a, a starbucks fan i know there's a lot of folks out there that like their starbucks coffee maybe it's second cup that you like to go to maybe it is 
I don't know, the, the coffee bean store, whatever it is, maybe you make your own at home. Just think it's interesting and, and then and then try to, you know, how do you, how do you stay relevant when, when a country is changing so much? Uh, the National Post did another article uh, this past week and it was just titled, has, has Tim Hortons become uncool? Has Tim Hortons become uncool? And I, I don't know, was it ever cool? I think it was homey. I think it was relatable for a lot of us, but I'm not sure that it is as relatable for a lot of folks anymore. Let me know your thoughts at 630-630. You can always give me a call at 496-0063. We can talk Tim Hortons. We can talk about Halloween apples too because lots of text coming in on that. Stick around. This is the Friday edition of 630 Chat Afternoons. It's 2.50. Some of your texts coming in this afternoon. This one says, instead of talking to the Post, talk to Albertans. I stopped buying Timmy's when they began using Beyond Meat instead of promoting Alberta beef. And let's not forget they pulled ONG ads when the Greenies complained. I'll go to a restaurant that promotes Alberta foods. Um... Yeah, how about this one? Hey, Jay Lynn, it's Dean. Tim Hortons lost a lot of people when they started serving donuts and food that was frozen and not French. Uh, not French. <laughs> no, not fresh. That's my two cents. That's from uh, Dean. Uh, Paula says, two thoughts for uh, Timmy's. Add dairy-free milks to add to coffees and other dairy-free and gluten menu or gluten-free menu items. Coffee is all that they make that is good. Food sucks. It's never hot. Other people saying, you know, they still like it. Tom says, um, second cup, that's where he goes. McDonald's, McDonald's, McDonald's. A lot of you going there now. Um, and Melissa says, Jay, it's not worthy of a study. It's very easy. Tim Horton's coffee is awful now and has been for some times. McDonald's coffee is much better. And, and interesting, again, it's, you know, whatever you like. I like Tim Horton's coffee more than I like McDonald's coffee. Um, Wayne says, how about going to making good donuts in store like they used to? Um, and then from White Court, someone says uh, they have the fastest Tim Horton's drive through in, in Canada. But, yeah, it's just, um, you know, when you look at those kind of Canadian or what are perceived as being very Canadian companies, Tim Hortons is always just really ranked up there. And of course, obviously with the history of the, you know, with the hockey background with Tim Horton, then every time we turn around, we see a new hockey commercial. Sometimes I would just like to see something uh, uh, different. Someone says, hey, Jay, never did like Timmy's coffee. The old or new blend, McDonald's or 7-Eleven coffee. That's from Gary Love Share. When they started putting speed over quality, Tim's lost me, said said Brian. Some of the people on the Beyond Meat kick should Google what's really in it and all the chemical studies that have been good, that have been done regarding that garbage. I haven't tried haven't tried it. Isn't A and W have one of those kind of Beyond Meat burgers or whatever it's called? I haven't I haven't tried it. I, li- I like meat. <laughs> and good on you if you if you if, if you like your veggie burgers, whatever, whatever blows your skirt up, go for it. I'm gonna stick with burger. And, 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 and preferably Alberta beef. Give me a big old hunk of that and call me happy. In fact, that's on the menu for tonight. And then next weekend, when my dad comes in from Ontario and always asks, says, come on, let's have a big prime rib. 
<laughs> Lyle says Tim Hortons coffee is up, but that stuff is. And plastic donuts, no thank you. Uh, yeah, it's it's just interesting. And again, I, I think when you look at the marketing, right? When uh, I said that the marketing, but making it relevant to... The millennials, but having said that, if the baby boomers are still their biggest customer and that's still a very big population, then do they have to? I guess they have to if uh, if sales are going down. It's it's interesting when you look, as I mentioned, Popeyes and Burger King, uh, the two other companies or the two other brands that are, are you know, under that umbrella that also owns Timmy's, um, you know, Popeyes just seeming to be doing super super well and let me tell you something i'm fussy about my fried chicken i didn't get this butt by not being fussy about fried chicken jeff's on the phone hi jeff hey jaylen how's it going i'm good what's your thought on the whole tim hortons thing yeah they've definitely definitely declined um i don't go there as often i think what happened and it's a bit of a rumor but i've heard it a few times is that uh about five years or seven years ago mcdonald's actually bought some of the coffee plantations that Tim Hortons used to have or use. You know what, Jeff? I've so, had, yeah, I've had a lot of people texting in about that. Yeah, and so I think that's probably what happened because I used to love Tim Hortons coffee and, and would not have an issue going with it. Now I can kind of stand their dark roast, but um, yeah, I usually go to McDonald's or, or some local places around Edmonton area. So yeah. And that's, uh, that's, it's unfortunate, but I mean, they need to need to adapt fairly quick, or they'll be out of business. I and, think. And let's be real, we love our coffee, right? We we want our coffee fixed sometimes <laughs> during the day to keep us going, right? So, oh yeah. Yeah, Jeff. Thanks for this. Appreciate your call. You have a good weekend. Yeah, you too, my friend. And uh, Isaac on the phone. Hey, Isaac, I've got about a minute. What are your thoughts? Uh, I think just have to watch uh, Tim Hortons uh, every day. The drive-through is the busiest drive-through around. Mm. I think they're still rule number one. I think the National Post should do a different study or watch, go to Tim Hortons actually instead of just sitting behind the desk writing a story about it. Well, you know, they did talk to a number of different uh, marketing people and, and stuff like that, and, and their sales numbers are down slightly. But again, when we talk about just, you know, staying relevant, um, and you're right, Isaac, I go I go there and uh, there's still a lineup in the drive-thru. There is. Yeah, the most cars are in the Tim Hortons drive-through. That's where you see them. Yeah, I appreciate the phone call. Take it easy. Okay, Have a great thanks. weekend. Uh, it's 2.56, 6.30 Ched afternoons. Uh, thanks, everyone, for texting in on this as well. Again, um, just uh, I think it's, uh, as I said, like 10 times now. It's an interesting study in, in marketing and 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 uh, adjusting to the times. You can text me anytime at 630-630-4960063 is the number. Fleetwood Mac tickets coming up. Mike Reno from Loverboy joining me in about 40 minutes time. They're playing at uh, the River Cree tonight. When we come back, did you see that story this week? Did you see that video of that coyote jumping the fence into that backyard and snitching up that dog? Well, we'll talk about coyotes after this.